Good afternoon, beautiful people! Welcome to what I believe is episode 54. Yeah, that's right, it's episode 54 of Sports Bar Talk. We have one team into the Stanley Cup Finals already. The other team will be decided tonight. And oh boy, welcome back to a restaurant. Gettysburg has been. Shout out to Anders for that beat and welcome to episode 64 minus, or 74 minus 20 of Sports Bar Talk. We got a great show for you today. Um, how was your week? I had a great week. I had to, uh, well, chaotic week, had to help with kids at my church's vacation Bible school, and I'm not talking about any kids, I'm talking about pre-K and kindergartners. Oh my, almost got, I almost got my first tattoo this week in the form of a permanent marker. How about that? Um, and then Monday night was, I'll just tell a quick story not related to this sports at all before we get in. I know Goofer is waiting to give us the playoff roundup and whatnot for the hockey and whatnot. So, I had the weirdest, I've lived in Gettysburg, it's going to be 21 years here in July on the 20th to be exact, when I turn 21, and this was the weirdest night I've had by far, so, if you lived in Gettysburg, or even in Pennsylvania for that matter, you probably got a thunderstorm Monday, um, and even New York for that matter, but especially... South Central Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh area, New Wilmington, you really got hit. And we had a storm that knocked our power out for maybe like five seconds. Then the power came back. We thought the storm was crazy. It was windy and whatnot. It was the most wind I'd ever seen. No, My mom kept thinking we were going to have a tornado. But I had to assure no tornado watches, no tornado warnings. My NOAA weather radio said it. Um, by the way, get one if they're very convenient and they're not putting NOAA weather radios in cars. I like to listen to it just recreationally. And when we go on vacations, I take my weather radio because I like to see the different feeds you can get on the highway. Like on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, when you're in Somerset, you can get the Johnstown feed, the Pittsburgh feed, sometimes the Altoona feed, sometimes Frostburg, Maryland. And also you can get Backbone Mountain in West Virginia. Um, that's a quick side note, but back to the storm, it was really windy, you look out my window, the, someone's cigarette lighter comes rolling up High Street, um, no pun intended there, I just realized, um, must have been the libraries or somebody's or some business from Baltimore Street comes rolling up, someone's gutter comes rolling up and across the street goes against one of the cars, goes, lays up against one of the parking meters, um, we didn't know if the gutter was a gutter that belonged to our church. Um, very interesting. So, here we, here we go. It gets weirder. We, so, our living room, full power. TV works, direct TV works. That's all I cared about. I needed to be able to watch my sports for Monday night. But, in our dining room, the lights would come on, but they weren't as strong. It was like, ha, it was very weak power. I mean... And then our bathroom light didn't work at all. The kitchen, the light worked, appliances didn't. My mom was going to make 
a real nice dinner, and we had to go get Keats, um chicken sandwiches. Highly, really good. Um, and I think a lot of people had to do that, because the drive, we drove, me and my dad took a, a, a lap around town. The drive through lines were absurd. Every restaurant looked like it was a Chick-fil-A with how many cars were in the lines. Amazing. Um, so, back to my story. Um, we go to the church just to check it out, see what's going on. So, some of the building has, it's the same as my house. Some of the building has power, some of it has reduced power. I just went ahead and go with the story. Half of the building, half of my house had power, the other half didn't. Half of the church had power, the other half didn't. Fellowship Paul, and the emergency lights kicked on in the building. I do not believe if the church has a generator or anything. But, uh, so here's where the night gets weird. So I lock up the church as a job. Um, my job. Easy. Someone forgot that we had ha half of the building enough power. So I take the elevator normally. Probably should take the steps more often. I take the elevator. <laughs> I go in. It opens like normal. But, you know, it's not like full-blown running. Like the, the elevator normally dings. It didn't ding this time. I open it. I press the button. The light comes on like normal. I close, and nothing's moving. I try to open the but. I try to hit the door open button, the door close button. It's not doing that. I'm like, oh my! I might get to spend the night here, which I didn't mind. I love elevators. I'm not claustrophobic. I'm like, unlike some people. Um, but so my dad, I guess, does his wizardry and just pushes some button. He just pushed the up and down button a couple times. And somehow the elevator sent me down to the basement. The door opened. I got out. I could have been in there all night. I was only in there two minutes. Luckily, my phone had a full battery charge. I didn't have a battery pack with me, so I would have been able to still watch sports in the elevator. But my battery could have gotten it could have gotten bad. The elevator still didn't work even when the power kicked back on. But we'll get to the power kicking back on in a second. So I do my lockup stuff. Most of the rooms I checked, my dad checks the other half of the building when we lock up, had power. The only places that didn't was the bridge to the balcony and the hallway by the, the uh, music director's office and the GPC tech office. Um, it, it was weird. Um, so, and by the way, I took the steps the rest of the way. I, I, I learned my lesson there. Um, so then... Our wife, we don't have Wi-Fi because the room our router's in is in one of the rooms where we didn't have, where the power wasn't working at all. Um, so we didn't have Wi-Fi. Um, luckily, my mom has an iPad mini that has personal hotspot connectivity and it goes off of the cell towers. So we were able to use some Wi-Fi. And I gotta tell you what, people give hotspots a bad name, but they're really convenient. I use it to play video games because I lag sometimes, and sometimes and the hotspots are great. I was able to watch baseball still on my laptop when I got old of watching the regular TV for Monday night. And plus, my mom and dad were out there. I think they were lonely. We didn't know what was gonna happen. We didn't know when this stuff was gonna kick back on. You know, we would hear our microwave beep a couple times, and we'd think, "Are we back? Are we back? Are we back?" Not the case. I mean, I'd go open it, and the light still wouldn't turn on the microwave. So at about 10.45, I think my dad's just going in and checking stuff, like doing a routine check. He was watching some WWE wrestling, something I've kind of gotten into a little bit. 
because Pat McAfee took over as the color commentator for SmackDown, so I think he just kind of sees me watching it, and now he's getting into it, because he used to watch the old uh, WWF back when he grew up, so he's, it's, it's, he's reliving a memory, or something like that. And I promise I'm almost done here. So at 10.45, the lights come back on. Jolly, jolly, jolly day. Um, Wi-Fi works. Our bathroom light works. We go to the church. We check the stuff. Everything still works. Perfect. We're fine. We're back. Um, what? And Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention. So my parents' bedroom, their overhead light and ceiling didn't work. But their air conditioner did. My room was the complete opposite. Opposite. My overhead light and ceiling worked. My air conditioner didn't. My power strip did not work. So I wasn't gonna. I was worried. I, how am I gonna charge my phone? Um, I probably would have had to do it downstairs. Now everything came back on. Didn't have to worry about that. Um, but then the night gets crazy. So gets even weirder. Weirder. So it's about midnight. I'm watching television. And my dog, Angus, comes running out of his crate. And all of a sudden, I see a bat flying through the living room. And I start yelling. I'm, I didn't think I was terrified of bats, but I was tonight. Because he was just flying through. And I was, and I was like, bat! Bat! <laughs> and my parents are in a deep sleep already. So... My mom thought I was in pain. She thought I was yelling, Dad. Now, I've had some health incidents. Like, I had a kidney stone back in March. And so they thought this was another one of those. Nope, a bat was flying through the living room. So it took us 45 minutes, because then the bat started hanging on one of the window blinds. And it was hard to find, so then we found him. My dad trapped him before he could fly away. And he let him loose. That took us about 50 minutes to get. So after all that, I was able to go to bed. Nothing weirder happened, at least that I know of. And so that was a weird night. Monday night was the weirdest night I've ever had. Um, just from the storm, stuff rolling up the street, um, the half of the house having power, half of it not, almost getting trapped in an elevator, to a bat flying through my living room. Well, I'm trying to watch television. It was a weird night at night at the Nairi household. And I tell you what, we stuck our we kept our composure. <laughs> there were some times where it didn't look good. All right, Goofer's been on hold for ten minutes. Goofer, very quickly, Montreal, how you doing? First off, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, that was better than you. I mean, oh my good, good goodness. I mean, I lived in an igloo for 40 days and 40 nights like Noah in the Ark. Um, shout out to your VBS, by the way. I watched every minute of it. Oh, the live stream here. We get on Jeepa on a, we get your VBS coverage on pay-per-view up here in Canada. Yeah, um, it was quite a week. It was quite a week. Monday was quite a night. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in one of those situations before. Um, so I'm glad you're okay. Even though we have our moments, I'm glad you're good. Hey, I appreciate that. But let's get to the hockey. Let's get to the sports, actually. I mean, they hear me rambling about a weird night I had. 
The Montreal Canadiens have defeated the Vegas Golden Knights. And they are in the Stanley Cup. Tell us more, please. Yeah, Montreal. No one thought they were going to do it. But here they are. They beat the Golden Knights in six games. And now Flower is going back to picking flowers in the flower field. Uh, great performance from their players in Montreal. And, you know, it's very it's very fitting that they do it. It's the first Canadian team to make a Stanley Cup since the Vancouver Canucks in 2011. Oh, my. I'm so happy, you know. Even though it's not the Oilers and we're kind of rivals with the Canadian teams, we all, it's like golf and what else. We always band together when there's only a Canadian team left and we support one another. It's like golf. It's like the PGA Tour. <laughs> It really is, it's, and hockey is really a community. Like, I feel like you don't get that in other sports. Like, if Montreal were the Brooklyn Nets, the Knicks fans would be... They'd go to the games just to care for the other team and wear their Knicks jerseys. Um, so, congrats to Montreal, and I'm sure we'll do more with... The, we're we're going to be, I think, into the... I don't know when the game one of the Stanley Cup is. Will we be into the Stanley Cup by the time next week's podcast airs? Uh, I have no clue. TBH. I don't even think they know when game one is because of the uh, travel situation. Yeah, um, it's interesting. So, But I would assume we'd be into it, but... Who's Montreal going to face? We have a game seven tonight at eight o'clock between the Islanders and the Lightning. Defending champs going up against the Dream, the the Islanders. Oh boy, I tell you what, the Islanders have been such a good story, but you know, it's at Amelie Arena and you know, they're close to full capacity because it's Florida. Um, But you know, the Islanders are used to playing in hostile environments. They've done it this whole postseason. They did it in Boston still early. Of course, the first round in the beautiful city of Pittsburgh. Where the t- hockey team sucks, but the city doesn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get it. Uh, make your point. So, you know, it's going to be a physical game. But, you know, I mean, we lived in Long Island in the summer times. And I, I want the Islanders. I mean, I wanted the great story. You know, uh, Matt Martin plays for the team. That's Boomer and son-in-law. And, you know, he's a good hockey player. <laughs> He is a good hockey player. Well, boom. So, I mean, I assume you're going with the light, or the Islanders, excuse me. Yes, I am. I'll ride with you on that. Let's go, Islanders. Sorry, Boats fans. Let's go. Goofer, thanks for the time. Andy Toyn, brother. Can't believe our playoff roundup time is almost coming to an end. <laughs> I love you, Alex. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I love you too, Goofer. Ladies and gentlemen, Goofer keeps. All right, NBA playoffs. We'll run for this. We'll recap the U.S. Open very quick. How about the Milwaukee Bucks? You know, even when Kyrie Irving went down in that series, I did not expect to see the Brooklyn Nets go down. You know, Durant put the team on his back. It reminded me of LeBron in the 2018 playoffs where he took the... It was his last season in Cleveland. Goes through the gauntlet with the with the Cavs. They make the finals only to lose in like five or six games. 
But it was basically him and the rest were nobodies. Except Kyle Korver. I, I have a deep love for Kyle Korver. One of the better three-point shooters of all time in the, to play in the NBA. But the Nets go down. And, you know, Harden was, of course, hurt. Kyrie, they were looking at having him back in the next series. The Nets lost this series because in Game 7, Joe Harris didn't show up. Joe Harris, when you take Kyrie, James, and Kevin out of the, out of the fray, is the best player on that basketball team. And he's the best three-point shooter in the league for a reason. He won the three-point contest about a year ago in 2020. So, in my opinion, it's kind of, the blame shouldn't go on him, but it kind of does. Because if he has a decent game, even if he has a decent game, the Nets win Game 7, and they're playing the Hawks. Now, the Hawks are the other surprise team. They came out and beat Philly in seven games. And Ben Simmons, you got to have more confidence. You had a wide-open layup, and you passed it up. I've said all along, I thought Ben Simmons was going to be a bust in the NBA. And it's finally coming to fruition. I mean, the dude can't shoot a three-pointer. You draft someone who can shoot... You draft a point guard who can shoot three-pointers. And pass. Ben Simmons is a good passer. But when you have a wide-open layup, you take it! It's unbelievable. You gotta shoot the freeze, too. I think what the Sixers need to do is trade Ben Simmons, and you need to bring back Austin Rivers. When you had Austin Rivers on your team, you I don't even know if they had Rivers on their team. But the coach's son, and he's Austin Rivers has showed up for his team. You need to trade for him. You just need to. So, we're into the conference finals. Atlanta's up 1-0 against the Bucks. Trey Young, he's been dominating. The Sixers need someone like a Trey Young. The Bucks, they've got Giannis, they've got Middleton. I actually think the Hawks can get this series, but I think it's going to go to full seven. I think what the Hawks are doing is special, and they're running through the gauntlet. Almost like how the Islanders are running through the hockey gauntlet. In the other series, Suns Clippers, yes, Kawhi is an ACL injury, and that's a bad sign. If he comes back, it'll be like a Durant situation a couple years ago. I think Kawhi doesn't come back, but I think the Suns, the Clippers have it to, the talent to make it interesting. But when you look at what Devin Booker's doing and Chris Paul is do are doing, they're doing something special there in Phoenix. Something in the water there is pretty good in Phoenix. The Suns are up 2-1 in this series thanks to great play from big man DeAndre Ayton. And Chris Paul, of course, came back from his COVID battle, even though he was fully vaccinated. I like the Suns to get this series. I like them in six. I think we're going to have a Hawks-Suns final. So, I forgot to mention... Where you can watch... Goofer forgot to mention where you can watch the hockey games. But I would assume it's on... Up in Canada, it's on CBC or Sportsnet. Let me tell you where you can watch this game in the U.S. of A. Um, you can watch this game on NBCSN in the U.S. Why they don't put... They're not putting this Game 7 on Big NBC, I don't know. Probably because there's Olympic trials. But this is your last year airing hockey. So, I would think you'd want to go out with a bang. You're going to have more Olympics. They can take it back. You can put it on NBCSN or CNBC. Most people have those channels. Put it on there. NBA playoffs. 
All of the Eastern Conference final games are on TNT. The Western Conference is on ESPN. And they might even air a game or two on your local ABC station. Also, we're in the final stretch of Marv Albert's illustrious broadcasting career. He's calling the Eastern Conference Finals for TNT. Whenever that series ends, that's when his broadcasting career ends. So a salute to a legend, Marv Albert. The Alberts won't be leaving Turner fully, though, as, of course, Kenny is going to be the lead hockey guy there. They might even recruit him to do some basketball because, if you remember, he is... He does do some Nick games when Mike Breen is calling a national game. So you never know. Alright, we're going to quickly recap the U.S. Open. Then we're going to get to my restaurant of the week. Congrats to John Rahm. Six under par defeating Louis Eustazen, who still is looking for that major win. And a win in North America, for that matter. This was a fantastic tournament. Coming down to the wire. And of course, I love it. When we have these West Coast majors, because the golf goes on till 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Um, a lot of fun to watch. I actually wish we'd have <coughs> excuse me, at least one of the majors in Pacific time zone every year. Um, it would have to be either the U.S. or PGA Championship. Because I think it just makes it more fun. You get it in a primetime spot. People like to watch the golf majors. Um, but I also think more of our West Coast Swing tournaments should be in primetime. Who wouldn't love to see the farmers, um, well, I don't know what the sun going down situation is like in California, but at least the Farmers Insurance Open going on to at least 9 o'clock at night and, as opposed to 6 o'clock. I mean, that would be fun to see. Um, maybe the PGA Tour goes to Northern California. Why is my voice cracking, by the way? I sound like a little kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> but congrats to Rom. One of my favorite guys on the tour. It seems like I pick him every major and he doesn't win. But he finally came through for me today. Of course, two weeks ago, remember, he got pulled off the course at the end of his third round. He was the leader by five strokes at the Memorial Tournament in Ohio. And basically had to forfeit the tournament. And... He got out of protocol early because he submitted enough consecutive negative tests and he was able to get ready for this, and he wins. So, maybe COVID was a blessing in disguise. Alright, restaurant of the week. And I mentioned this place. They closed at the end, at the beginning of the pandemic. I thought, to be honest, they might not come back. They had opened an alternate site at Gettysburg College. But they're back in their normal spot next to the Majestic Theater on 25 Carlisle Street in beautiful Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Tazaway Ramen and Sushi Bar. This is my favorite place to get sushi in Gettysburg. And yesterday, and the person who got me to like this place is my good friend Steve, or sometimes we call him Cheese. There's a story behind that, and I'll share it if you ask sometime. Um, they have really good sushi. It's authentic. It's the closest you can get to actual, real, authentic Japanese sushi. They have, we'll start with the appetizers. Shrimp, they have anari or shrimp anari. 
which are deep-fried soybean pockets filled with rice and sesame seeds. And let me tell you, these are amazing. I get the shrimpinari, me and Steve do, and that just adds shrimp to it. It's very delicious. Really good. Wholeheartedly one of my favorite things. It's good. You can, that's how you get me to eat soybeans and rice. Um, right there. Um, in terms of the sushi roll stuff, there are a couple rolls I like here. I like the shrimp tempura. I also do like the spicy tuna. Now, the spicy tuna, I'll tell you what. You go to, like, another Chinese restaurant, maybe, like, a like a pink, well, now it's called J&J's, or a place, and you get spicy tuna, it might not be that spicy. But when you get a spicy tuna roll from Casaway, it clears your sinuses, it's so spicy. I have, when I've gotten spicy tuna there before, I've actually had sweat coming down my, my body. It has been so spicy. But it's worth it. It tastes amazing. Now, the rolls I love, uh, the special rolls I love, I love the volcano roll. It's a California roll, and they wrap it in imitation crab and cream cheese. Really good. Had it yesterday. For, it was my first time back in a long time. Really good. I also like the red dragon roll. It's got that spicy tuna roll. It's topped with capelin roe, scallion, and wrapped with tuna sashimi. So it's basically a tuna. If you love tuna on your sushi, get that. Um, now, quick side note. My friend Jacob from high school, Jacob Valentine, um, I introduced him to this place, and I got him to love sushi. You know, he didn't think he'd like sushi, but he got some, and he actually enjoyed it. Um, and so now he's, I told him, hey, they're open again. He's like, we got to go. We got to go. So, I look forward to take to going to Casaway with him. Um, can't wait. Um, I love this place. Also, they have, we got something there yesterday, me and Steve. We were wondering what shumai is, or what was in these little bamboo boxes. And it's called shumai, and it's almost like a dumpling, but it's like a but it's like this uh, Preakness glass I have over here. You can't see it, but it's like a water glass or something to put maybe your adult beverage in it or whatnot. Um, but I got we got the shrimp shumai because they were out of pork. Um, we were getting the shrimp and Ari, so we said, we'll just get the pork shumai. They were out of pork, so we got shrimp. So we got a lot of shrimp um, yesterday, me and Steve. So that is Casaway Ramen and Sushi Bar. They're back, baby. And this was a great episode. Stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy the sports this weekend. And this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seat in the house.